taking great care, the two set off towards the inside of the ship. They found themselves in an area that hadn't suffered serious damage. The section looked like a minute corridor that might lead them to who knows what. Nicole looked at the measuring device on her left sleeve. The atmosphere in here is practically the same as Callisto's. That's because of all the gases in the hull, Jeff reasoned. It's logical that it will disperse in a moment. I don't think our data necessarily means that the ship has been here a long time. An interesting way to measure the time might be the amount of dust that has accumulated on everything. It seems that there is very little of it. Are you saying that we should keep a lookout behind us for gray guys? His tone was choking, but the suggestion that was mounting under those improbable circumstances rendered the possibility of encountering beings from another world plausible. I really hope not. If I only had my equipment, Nicole mused. We're here for a topographical survey, not to chase other life forms. That being said, we can always take advantage of our infrared goggles, not just to see in the dark, but to detect the presence of any living beings as well. You're right. I'll keep my goggles set to visible light, and you use the infrared for distance vision. Okay, Jeff. The two proceeded cautiously, being careful not to make any missteps. Very minimalistic decor, I'd say, the engineer opined. The dimensions and distribution of spaces suggest humanoids. You mean that they're sized for a man? Yeah, I don't think we're talking about your grey friends. I never wanted them as friends. Oh, no? They might be lots of fun. Weren't you the one who was terrified of them? Like you're the courageous one? You women only come up with those phrases when it suits you. Sexist? She jokingly accused him. Jeff tipped his head a little, showing a fake smile under his helmet. You'd change your mind if they told you the secrets of their propulsion system. Baker didn't reply, a sign that something else had caught his attention. Look, he said in amazement, this little room is furnished as though we're on earth. The ultimate confirmation that this place is of terrestrial origin? No, well, that's not what impressed me. Think of our biggest ships and you'll realize. Nicole only needed a few seconds to solve the puzzle. Of course, the gravitational force. It's being artificially produced. Who knows how? It certainly isn't like one of those rotating space stations, she thought. Nothing unusual on the infrared? Jeff asked. I would have told you if there was. True. Listen, before we leave here, let's head towards the cockpit. Maybe we'll find something more interesting. If I'm not mistaken, it has to be in that direction. Exactly. I think we need to go up one level. I hope that's even possible. The two adventurers attempted to proceed toward their goal, but were stopped by a convoluted wall. They had been inside the wreck almost twenty minutes without proper equipment. They weren't exactly a patrol unit. They had stored as much data as possible. 
Their task was to return to Ganymede and inform the authorities, at least according to Nicole. Jeff? She wanted to let him know what she was thinking, but was reluctant to interrupt him. What about this? The engineer was standing against a hatch, paralyzed. Price tried to understand what had caught his attention. Look, he insisted. The writing! She could see highlighted letters, which formed a word of unequivocal significance. Weapons. But... Yeah, it's written in English.